Hey guys, it's your girl Tiffany. I am back on the winner's circle. It's so exciting to be here today because there's a lot going on. Plus I have new hair, but first remember, like, subscribe, ooh, like, subscribe, comment, and share. Um, we're going to get into the Big Brother live feeds. And let me tell you what you did not see. I'm going to try to fill you guys in, but there's been a lot and um, drop my opinions along the way. So as we know, or maybe you don't know, but if you don't know, Taylor won the HOH comp. It was a wall comp. Um, one of my favorites, the wall comp has to be probably my favorite competition um, of all time. And um, it's so funny because the positioning of where people stand on the wall is is um it seems to be like it it makes a difference. Um, it's I I almost have like a little um what's it called um when you oh my god superstition a little superstition about uh, where you stand on the wall because Jasmine stood right where Big D stood last season and she had um it was a repeat of last season she fell first I think like maybe before the episode ended and I said it's really giving me um <laughs> um oh god I'm losing all of my train of thought with deja vu <laughs> it's really giving deja vu so and Taylor stood where Alyssa was standing and Alyssa had a really good chance of winning that wall comp. Um, she just was up there with DX and Xavier who just happened to uh, be a little stronger than her. But anyway, Taylor, who does absolutely not move, which I think is a great strategy for the wall. Like a lot of people lean forward. I tried that. I fell. You, you, you have to go with what's best for your body type. She just stood there and did not move. And she wore a, a hoodie, which kind of caught all the slime. And I wore a hoodie last season, but I took it off because I didn't want that cold stuff sticking to me. I should have kept it on. They put me on a wall again. If there is again, I'm wearing my hoodie. I'm also standing where Taylor stood and I'm not moving. Um, so Taylor pulls off this HOH and it's really big because we all know she came into the house with um, just just totally in a, on a whole different plane than everyone else. She she didn't she wasn't welcomed. She was ostracized. She was by herself. She had a hard time coming in and. All of us actually thought she was leaving week one, then leaving week two. And we look around and Taylor is still in the house, in the game. And now she's in the leftover alliance. She's got some protection and she wins HOH, which is really good for her alliance because she's with them. They've got somebody in their alliance and the leftover alliance that won and She's feeling really good. Winning in Big Brother is a necessity. You almost need to win something to feel like you're as good as you think you are because all of us come into the game and come into this house with this confidence. That's why we're there. That's why we're chosen because to us, we're like, I deserve to be here. I know I can do it. And not only do I know I can win comps, but I know I can win this game. But as the weeks go on and so many competitions are played and 
you're not winning, you start to kind of doubt yourself. Like, am I as good as I think I am or as I thought I was? So she wins this HOH and immediately after she wins the HOH, I'm watching her um, have conversations with Alyssa, with Jasmine, even before I'm not even talking about one on ones. I mean, like in the bathroom over uh, getting dressed to be ready to get into the HOH room. She's telling she's telling them like, hey, you're safe with me. I don't want a girl to go up. I'm not putting any of the girls up. Um, I'm not. I'm not doing that. I'm not targeting you. You aren't my target. And let me correct myself. I don't necessarily know that she says she's not putting any of the girls up, but she definitely told them that they weren't her targets. And she insinuated safety. Like there was a huge insinuation about safety for the girls and particularly Jasmine. Um, And she's not just saying to Jasmine, I don't want to put you up. She's also telling other people she doesn't want to put Jasmine up and why. And her reasoning for not putting up Jasmine is she's saying to Jasmine, we're the only two black women left. I don't want to do that to you. Um, I've told you that my reasoning for coming into this house and the game that I want to play. And I don't want to put you up. Um, as you being the only black woman here besides me, and then you go home. That's not the game I'm trying to play. Now, I understand where she's coming from. A couple of a couple of things. I think in her mind, she came in to play the game a specific way, and she doesn't want what's going on in the game to change the reasons why she came and to change how she plays. Um, I also think she may be perceiving how America looks at her and the decisions she makes going forward. And you really don't know what people are thinking on the outside when you're in the house. I'll give you an example. When I was HOH and I had to decide about putting Claire, who was, I feel, the most loyal person to me in the house, um, on the block opposed to like getting somebody from the leftover, I'm not the leftovers, the cookout on the block. I definitely felt that I would be hated, uh, by America if I turned on the cookout. And I think Taylor feels that same way. I think she feels that if she goes against Jasmine, that, she'll be received differently. But when I came out of the house, my entire friends, family, everyone was like, girl, we did not care if you put up one of those men from the cookout. We wanted you to, we would not have been mad. And I was like, damn, I couldn't feel that. I couldn't feel that in the house. And so it's a lot of things that I think she's thinking, but Jasmine did not offer her that grace. She didn't have that respect for her. I think she may have an idea that Jasmine didn't like or doesn't like or didn't have their respect for her, but she still wants to show her that same grace. But here's kind of where I am with how everyone is deciding who they put on the block or not. It's like, 
and 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 yes, I played the game, and I know I played it my way, and people can criticize me for how I played and what have you. Um, I wasn't playing the game I came in to play, and I wasn't playing the game that I necessarily wanted to play. But at that time when I played that game, um, those were the cards that I was dealt, and I chose to play it that way. And I've always said if I could play it differently, I would totally play a different game for me, for Tiff, for Tiffany, the reason why I came in to play anyway, for the money, for the win. I'm here to win the money. And, you know, there's all of these um, ways people want to play and all of these morals and values everyone has. And I'm not saying you can't play this game with morals, values and integrity because everyone comes in to play it different. Everyone has a different strategy for how they want to win. But all of this I don't want to put you up because you're old. I don't want to put you up because you're a single parent. I don't want to put you up because you're gay. I don't want to put you up because you're black. I can't put you up because you're in showman's. I don't want to put you up because you look like my cousin. Every single person has to go if you want to win. It doesn't matter how you put them up unless it has to do with your strategy, unless it has to do with, I want you in jury first and I want this person to go to jury last and I need this person to stay here because it's going to help me. And I actually don't want this person in jury at all. It, it, I, I actually love OBB where we strategize based on how it's going to benefit me, but it is hard to strategize in also realize that you're going to come out to some people not understanding your strategy if you are making your strategy personal. So her de Taylor's desire to not want to put Jasmine on the block because she's another black woman. I get it. But I also don't know that that is good for her game because at some point, Everybody has to go. So putting her on the block now or putting her on the block later, unless you're telling her I'm never going to put you on the block and I'm taking you to final two or we're going to final two. And that's not what I'm hearing. What difference does it make if you put her on now or later? But also, I don't really know that Jasmine needs to be a priority for Taylor's target right now for her HOH. So who is Taylor's target and what is best for Taylor's HOH right now? Like what can she actually do to position herself to be better um, in this, in this game and to get further ahead? Well, she's got everyone. Now she doesn't even have everyone believing, but she's telling everyone that her target is Monty. Monty is my target. Everyone who's not in the leftovers, Monty is my target. When I don't even know that anyone actually believes that Monty is her target. So um, it also loses a lot of credibility with the other people who she's lying to because they really don't believe that. Um, so... She promises the girls she's not going to put them up. She promises them safety. Um, she tells them that Monty's her target, but she's got to like backdoor him. So we we know that she's not going to nom him directly or that's what she's telling everyone. Um, so she ends up nominating Terrence and Indy 
only because the leftovers had to sit in her HOH with her after she did all of her 101s and promised so many people safety. The leftovers finally convinced her that you're going to have to go back on your word, which is why if you follow me on Twitter, you saw that I was not happy. I was I, I said I don't advise Taylor to offer all of this safety so early like she got no information and maybe there wasn't a lot of information for her to get. People were saying, well, she knows everything. The leftovers are telling her everything. That's fine. I can know every single thing. I still want you to have to work for what I have to offer you. The only thing I have to offer you as HOH this week is your safety. And if you just come up to me and I say you're safe, you don't have anything to do. You can just go back on. You can just go back wherever you came from, whether it's hopping on your cane, eating your yogurt and oats, sunbathing. What do we have to talk about? I can't. I don't need you don't need to give me anything. I've already given you what you wanted from me. And I just don't believe in that. Like, no, you're going to have to tell me something that me and Big D had a whole fight in the storage room because he's like, I'm good with you. Right. And I'm like, I don't even know why you think you're good with me. And I wasn't even HOH. He just wanted to make sure I was going to vote for him. I don't know why you think you're good with me. You ain't offered me nothing. You've told me nothing. You you just think that we're good. No, you have to tell me something. We're going to have to get some kind of understanding whether that means you won't ever walk up on me like that again. Or I've got a vote coming for your way for me if I'm ever in danger. But just promising someone something for nothing. We don't even do that in real life. In real life, we don't do that. You want something from me. What do I get? I'm not just offering it to you because I think that I should. Even if I do, I'm not going to tell you that. Um, so anyway, she has to end up going back on her word to Indy about safety. We all know Indy doesn't really care for Taylor on a personal level. And I don't know if anybody is even really playing the game, but I think she cares for her on a game level and she doesn't care for her on a personal level. So promising Indy safety and then having to take it back really did not sit well with Indy. And I think that Taylor is promising these girls safety because she knows that she was not in their good grace and she wants to be liked and accepted and a part of this girl's group. She wants it so bad. That's my opinion. I think she has the desire to be liked in her real life, in her real world. She's liked. She's accepted. She's Miss Nice. She's Miss Congeniality. People like her. She, people like her because she shows that she likes them. And she's trying to use this either as strategy or this is just how she is. And this is just what she thinks and or this is how she feels like I want them to like me. What can I do for them to like me? I'm going to promise them safety. Well, to your alliance, that may not make them feel that confidently in your loyalty to them because they need to know that they are safe. But what you're saying is I promised all of these people who are not in the alliance that they are safe and the leftovers have already been uncomfortable with Taylor's desire to be close to the girls and work with the girls and have often wondered, will we lose her to the girls if they 
make her feel accepted. And so her saying to the leftovers, I promised the girl safety, I'm like it makes no sense to us. They didn't offer you an alliance. We've offered you an alliance. You're with us. And people have said, well, she doesn't owe them anything. Um, maybe she doesn't. However, if we are in an alliance together, I do want to know that the alliance that you're in is your priority over the people that are not in it. So let's kind of discuss what we're offering the people who aren't in the alliance first. That does make me feel a little bit more comfortable that we're all working towards the same goal, which is the per the, the, the purpose of the alliance. So she has these, and I also blame a little bit of, I blame the leftovers a little bit for not jumping ahead of the curve, even though they probably didn't know she was going to go and offer these people, um, offer the girls safety before they actually had their meeting. Um, generally, you as an alliance member will jump into a, a conversation with the HOH after HOH, like, hey, let's chit chat, let's have a talk before you talk to everybody else to make sure we're on the same page. But she so quickly did just jump out there and start promising people safety that I don't know that the leftovers even had that opportunity. Um, so Taylor's nominations are Indy and Terrence, with Terrence being totally pissed off, which he always mad at Taylor about something. I just don't think he has a like for her. I think he's probably, he, he's jealous of something. Um, and he can't keep his mouth quiet about it. And yes, I know y'all want me to elaborate on my tweet um, saying, uh, Terrence Musty self need to keep Chada's name out of his mouth. What did he actually say? Nothing. He said Chada, and I didn't like it. Don't call her Chada. Her name is Hannah. Don't be spreading what you don't know about who she liked and what she said when she got to jury and how it went. Shut up. Worry about your game in this house. That's why you're on the block right now. Don't say nothing about Chada. Don't say, don't say, just worry about yourself. So he ain't say nothing. It just pissed me off, and I felt like saying something about him. So that's the answer. Um. Anyway, Terrence has... Um, he, he is upset about being on the block. And then he didn't even, he actually tried to say, like, I fought for her. I was the, I was one of the people who fought for her and Indy tried to say the same thing. I don't know where the erasure comes from and where the, the amnesia comes from, where, uh, uh, these guests, these house guests are like, I didn't do that. I didn't say anything. I didn't, I'm not a part of the problem. You exactly are the problem. You are the problem, first of all. So while Taylor has nommed Indy and Terrence, Joseph, the lawyer, I was corrected. Although I knew Joseph was not an attorney because an attorney is a part of the state bar and he's not a part of any state bar from what I have been um informed by my reliable attorney resources. Um, he is a lawyer and I actually was in uh, speaking into existence that he was going to be Joseph attorney at law. 
but he kind of lost a little credibility um, from me when he came up with his master plan to Taylor that to throw off our fomance and to make the girls and everyone believe that we are not as close as we are, but it is a fomance, so it's fake anyway, and calling it a fomance, but to throw off that it is even more fake than it is, you should put me on the block and then they'll really know that you don't really care about losing me. So you should replace the nominee, either Indy or Terrence with me, and I'll sit on the block and either one of them can go. And Taylor is all on board with this. Not just because it throws off the scent, which I don't even know what it smells like, but because it would make for good TV. Now, everyone was mad at Britney for saying Taylor just wants to make good TV. And I I didn't really uh, peep that at first. But because Taylor has said umpteen times since she's been HOH that this move with her and Joseph would make for good TV, I'm like, that is not your priority. It shouldn't be. It's also really not your job. CBS hires really good producers. And even if they're not really good, they're actually paid to produce and execute the show. Let them do that. Your job, the one job you have as a house guest is to get to the end and win 750000 I don't care how boring you are. We might care. Fans might care. It's, it's too, but it's not my job. I don't care about making good TV. I want to win the money. So Taylor trying to make for good TV is putting Taylor in a bad position with her alliance and other people in the house because she's telling them this will make for good TV for her to throw up Joseph. And then she's going to act surprised that um, he doesn't go home because that's how she was. They were planning it to be. We all know or I hope we know this is Big Brother. You don't play with a pawn. You don't play being a pawn. Um, I am against being a pawn. I knew anytime I was on the block, I said, anybody nominates me, my ass is going home. There ain't no pawns, bitch. <laughs> I know I'm going home. Joseph wants to play with being a pawn. Taylor is not doing any job of talking him out of it. And then they have this conversation with the rest of the leftovers. And it appears like they are just going along with it, too, even though everyone seems to look at it like this doesn't make any sense game wise, strategy wise, maybe good TV, I guess. But when seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars is on the line, I don't care about making good TV. I didn't come here for that. And. I honestly think that Brittany and Michael and, and anyone else going along with it have to consider sending Joseph out of the house. He is probably the most socially synced in the house where he is liked by many. He has game conversations with all, with most. Um, he feels very confident in his ability to stay, which is why he volunteered to play a pawn. And 
That's a red flag to any house guest. It should be that this person is so confident that they can be pawned and not go home as a joke. I would definitely send him home because he's too confident. He talks. He has been talking a whole lot. He's been talking a lot. And and it's it's not that he's been talking a lot. It's everything that he's been saying. He's been really overplaying. He's been overplaying his hand. He's he's like totally strategizing with every single person. Um trying to save Indy. And I honestly, for his game, if I'm looking at it the way he may be looking at it, for his game, Indy is best to stay for him because I don't think she'd nominate him. I don't think she'd vote against him. If I was Joseph, I would want Indy to stay too. So I kind of understand him fighting for her or, you know, coming up with these ideas that allow for her to stay. Um, But he is doing way too much. The person who is doing the best to me really is Turner. And Turner has remained consistent with his gameplay since his HOH. Like he's not saying he must have taken a page out of Michael's book because he's not saying a whole lot. And the thing I did hear him say was um, to Kyle and Michael that, it would be so insane to use the veto on Indy and put up Jasmine. The guys really want to see Jasmine gone. But I don't know that that is what's best for Taylor's game. Not because she promised Jasmine any kind of safety, but um, although Jasmine does not really care for her, and would not offer her the same grace. Um, I don't really know that Jasmine can win anything. I would want to keep her in the my in my final four to three because those last four HOH comps and those last competitions, I just don't see Jasmine physically being able to win them because she's injured and she's been babying this injury unless she's unless she's faking it unless it's a faux injury I don't know um I do think she's smart though I think she's smart I think socially she's really got a really good social game with everyone in the house because they all like her enough to do what she asks do what she says the guys want her gone But for Taylor, she could keep her and try to beat her. But I do think if Jasmine won HOH, Taylor is in in danger. There was a comment um, that she made to Joseph, a conversation that Joseph had last night with Taylor in the hammock about Jasmine saying, yeah, Taylor keeps bringing up the fact that we're two black women in the house who've won HOH. And um, I don't know why she keeps bringing the subject up about race. That was last season. I'm not trying to play that game. But Jasmine also is in Taylor's face feeding her um, a different meal 
saying it's so cool that we are uh, the two black women, the, the two women who've won HOH are two black women. And I do think that that is just like a strategy for her to allow Taylor to feel that they are on the same page to make them feel, to make her feel like she's closer to her. Um, Jasmine is just, Jasmine does not give a damn about Taylor being a black woman, about there being the, them being the only two black women left in the house. Jasmine doesn't give a damn. Jasmine doesn't care about that at all. Jasmine can send, can see Taylor gone and going home tomorrow on her own HOH if she could. So that is important to Taylor. It means nothing to Jasmine. And I just wish that she could see that for one and also see that this is a game about winning the money um, and everyone has to go, whether they're short, tall, fat, skinny, green, white, purple, blue, brown, um, whether they are from here or there, it does not matter. They can be a single parent, a homeless parent living in their mama's basement, be an attorney. It doesn't matter what they have going on and why you would not want to target them. You need to target them all. They all got to go. Period. The only thing that matters about how they leave is how they make up the jury and who's going to be in there making it bitter. And you put the bitterest person in last so that they really can't taint the jury because by the time that person gets there, the jury probably um, has a, an idea of who they want to see win at that point based on how people come trickling in. So um, they got to let that go. All right. Jasmine. I got to stay on Jasmine for a second. It's Jasmine's birthday. It's coming up. Did anybody know? I think she's a. Uh, I think there, she's seventeenth buddies with somebody. Jasmine's birthday is August seventeenth. We can't. We cannot forget that because she's told us she cannot go on the block because it's her birthday. She couldn't be an, a have not either because it's her birthday. Um, she did not want a punishment in the veto because it is her birthday. Um, Taylor and Joseph also can't be tied together on her birthday. And they also better get her something, even though there's no store and no money and they can't go anywhere and Amazon doesn't deliver to the Big Brother house, but they also better get her something for her birthday. And it is her birthday. And so nothing can go against her on her birthday. It's Jasmine's birthday. Are y'all tired of her hearing me say it's Jasmine's birthday? We are too. Jasmine, every single person in the world has a birthday, whether they celebrate it or call it a birthday. We all have that special day that we were born, that we um, grow another year. Your birthday ain't no different, girl. You ain't exempt. But it's funny to me that they still go along with it. Like they, they cater to her. And it's like, oh, damn. She should have got the punishment. But the real punishment will be is if she's actually tied to Taylor, because although I was thinking Taylor and Joseph was supposed to be tied together, I don't think that we actually have a, a confirmation about who she'll be tied to. I think she could be tied to anybody, but um, whatever. All right, Jasmine, it's your birthday, girl. Um, and Joseph ain't jumping down no cake for you. Also, I want to comment on that. So Taylor has, uh, Jasmine, I'm sorry, Jasmine has 
said repeatedly over the last couple of days, Joseph, you're not in danger. That girl is obsessed with you. She is in love with you. It's crazy how obsessed with you she is. Indy, did you see her call Joseph over here? Um, call him to talk to her? The way she talked to him? I mean... She didn't even call me. I guess some women are like that about guys. I'm just not like that. I mean, she just is obsessed with him. I think Jasmine is obsessed with Taylor and Joseph, period. I, I won't comment about how she how I think she feels regarding Joseph. Um, but she um she feels some kind of way. She feels some kind of way about Joseph. I saw that stretch she did. I saw that stretch when her back was hurting and Joseph was laying in the bed. She had to, you know, get that stretch out. And um, she had her ass in his face. But, you know, <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. That does not mean anything. And neither does it mean anything the way she gently reached over and caressed his back um, that one morning. And she rubbed her hand in a circle and she said, it's time to get up. I thought that was sweet. It's very attentive. It's so, so loving and attentive. <laughs> um, all right. Kyle wins the veto. Did y'all know Kyle won the veto? Kyle won the veto. Um, all right. So it's one of those punishment prize veto things that like we had last season and, um, DX didn't get his $5,000 because it was Sarah Beth's birthday and she was so adamant on, no, don't take it from me. It's my birthday. I was like, girl, I would have took that $5,000 over them $5,000. So anyway, <laughs> um, so what I am understanding is that Taylor had, I think she had, I think she had a trip. And she had, she had some kind of prize, trip or money. And Alyssa took it from her. Alyssa took this prize from Taylor, overtaking the veto. And then I think Jasmine took it from Alyssa, and but Alyssa still got a, got money. I think she's had $5,000. It shows a lot when people will take the prizes over the veto, but also you don't always want to be in the position to be the veto winner um, and having to not use it when someone expects you to use it. But Alyssa, you, you know, you, you, you're not that safe. And obviously she's not that safe because Joseph's had Alyssa's name in his mouth as going home or being a target for a very long time. Kyle promised Indy that if he won the veto, he'd use it on her, which all of these promises are wild to me. Like, I, I don't know about that. Like, I ain't really promising you nothing because I hate to go back on my word. So I love, we'll think about it. We'll talk about it. We'll see. But Kyle told Indy he'd use the veto on her if he won. Um, I, I don't think that he will. Um, I personally think that the noms should stay the same because Indy or Terrence could really walk out of that door. It is Taylor's HOH. On her HOH, she should be trying to accomplish a goal of getting herself 
further in the game, which means you need to get out whoever is the biggest threat to your game or who you could get out that is threatening your game. Um, Terrence has no love for Taylor. If he ever won anything, and we don't know if he will or not, if he ever won anything, he's pretended to be so tight with everyone else in the house except Taylor. Taylor's definitely going on the block. Indy personally doesn't like Taylor, so Indy's definitely nominating Taylor. Don't know what the heck Jasmine is going to do, but I think Jasmine, it's it's so easy to put someone on the block that you've already put on the block before because you did it already. So Jasmine, if she ever won anything again, if she won HOH again, I could see her putting Taylor on the block. Even if she tells her, um, you're not my target. I just, you know, I just need to use you as a pawn. She did it before. She would definitely do it again. Taylor should be trying to get out who she thinks would definitely come after her. I do think she may have disarmed or she was trying to disarm the girls a little bit by offering them this safety, making them feel like she wasn't coming for them, hoping that if they're HOH in the future, she won't be their target. It, it, to to Taylor, I think she feels she did, she accomplished that goal with Jasmine because she, her and Jasmine, I saw Jasmine look Taylor in the face the other day and I said, damn, that gets the first time I've ever seen her make eye contact with Taylor. And um, that was, that was very interesting. So Jasmine's kind of having conversations with Taylor, laying in the HOH bed with her, acting like she's her girl, but Life is too short in the HOH house. Things do not flip around like that when you feel a certain way about, about a person. When you feel that a person is a certain way, in your mind, that person probably stays the way you think of them until after you leave the house and then you get to see the real them. And then you're like, either you go, oh, I was right or, oh, I was wrong. So... Um, that whole trying to change Jasmine's, um, view of who she is and how Taylor and how she feels about Taylor. Taylor's not going to change that. Taylor's goal for her HOH should be to position herself in power. I don't think that she gained any power at the beginning of her HOH by promising everyone safety and not making them promise her anything in return. Um, I didn't really see her setting herself up for later, except for maybe hoping she disarmed the girls and that um, they won't come after her because she didn't come after them. But she did go back on her word and nominate Indy. Um, as she claimed to Indy, she's a pawn and whoever wins veto, Indy's coming down off the block. But you already did that, girl. And so that just may not sit well with them. So they already know that mm, you didn't keep your word. And, and, and that's why you don't want to prematurely make promises that you don't know you can keep. I did say that on Twitter. I'm like, you know, it's giving Frenchie week one. Even though your intentions are good, the strategy is not. 
You don't know what's going to happen, what twists are coming. So prematurely promising safety to so many people, limiting your options to who you can nominate, leaving it to be the people in your alliance is not good strategy, which is why the leftovers um, are not feeling so confidently about Taylor's HOH right now. Um, and that's why they're having side conversations without her. Brittany and Michael are having side conversations. Brittany and Michael have discussed their the potential for a new final three with someone else. And I think they're trying to fill in that space. They're not looking at Taylor as being in their final three. And I think it is because of the uncertainty around her decision making. If I don't know what... Um, if I can't really pinpoint what you may or may not do, and this is not just in the game, but this is in my real life too, you probably won't be that close to me because not that everyone needs to be predictable, but such a big unpredictability factor is not comfortable. If you call me and say, hey, Tiff, come on, girl, we, let's go out. And I don't know if going out with you means we might get shot at, get into a fight. We might meet a Beyonce. We might um, take a private jet or our car might get stolen. I ain't going. It's I don't care if some of those things are attractive or not. I don't know what the heck might happen going out with you. It's too unpredictable. So it's going to be a no. But if I got a friend that I know, she calls me and it's like, hey, girl, let's go out. And it's like, oh, I know when I go out with her, it's free to get in. My drinks are paid for. We always have a good time. I, it's it's phenomenal. Then my answer is yes, if I'm available. When you talk about working with somebody in the house and you're like, oh, I want to see you at the end with me, but I have no idea how you strategize and what your um, what your moves may be going forward. We're in an alliance yet. Yet you're promising people who are not in our alliance safety without even having conversations with me about it. Uh, that's a little unpredictable. And although. I know everybody wants to say, well, Michael and Kyle, uh, they 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 think that this um, uh, PLC alliance is going on. And I'll talk about that, too. I do understand the uncertainty for Brittany and Michael's game about having Taylor in a final three. If there's so much unpredictability, that's just game. This is not personal. Um, now. Her alliance the leftovers are definitely looking at the way she's handled this HOH. Um, and I think it's making them view uh, the process for her strategy differently. I think they came together because they were the leftovers. She was ostracized. They did need her as a number. They did want her to feel welcome. They wanted to to build an alliance together so that they could all get, get ahead. Um, but then when you are HOH, you have to show that you're showing a lot of who you are, how you think, how you move, how you strategize. And there's a lot of things that Taylor was just not getting. They were trying to have conversations with her about why you should consider this for game, why you should consider that. And if it was a matter of those things only benefit them and not her, then it's understandable why she would 
be like, no, it's a no and, and not get it. But her reasoning for declining some of these suggestions they had is because of personal reasons. And that creates a lot of uncertainty for moving forward. And I don't think that they view her as being such a strong player um, and decision maker. And her HOH was not as great as we all hoped it would be um, because she showed a lot of inexperience in Big Brother. And uh, she just made a lot of like rookie decisions. And that's what happens when you really don't know the game, but more so than not knowing the game, you also have to be aware of what's going on around you. And she's not looking at everything. So it's affecting her in her position in the Alliance and it's affecting, um, it's, it's affecting her, her, her game moving forward because she did not use this opportunity in her HOH to position herself any further in her alliance or or in the game. And that's unfortunate, really. Um, now, uh, Kyle won veto, and the talk is about him using the veto and the leftovers wanting to backdoor Alyssa. And I think Kyle may be aware of that. Um, so he probably is not going to use the veto. But for Kyle's game, Alyssa leaving would probably be better for him. It's putting a it's putting a big target on his back. He's totally unfocused. He's he's got um I don't know. I'm 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 thinking about is it better for his game or not. I think it's I think it is isolating him from the leftover alliance. But Alyssa leaving is not what's best for Taylor's game because if Alyssa wins anything, I do think that her HOH would be shared with Kyle. I think he would have a lot of influence over her decisions. It reminds me of a Kyland Sarah Beth HOH. When SB was HOH, Kylan was right there helping her make decisions. And although I know a lot of us want to say, no, these were my decisions. I did this because I wanted to. Um, I do think that Kylan heavily influenced SB's decisions during her HOH. Maybe they were decisions that she wanted to make. Maybe they weren't. I personally think that um, he stayed in, in there with her for an extreme amount of time working on what should come out of her HOH. And ultimately that happened. Now, whether Kyle has the um, mindset and the ability or the capability to influence Alyssa, I do think that she would listen to him regardless. That means I don't think Kyle would want to target Taylor if Alyssa won or if Kyle won. And if Alyssa wins, Kyle would not be for her targeting Taylor because she's really not a threat to his game. And 
she she's not really coming after Alyssa. Only reason that Alyssa is considered as a backdoor option is because Joseph really wants her gone. People really want to break up this showman's. Anyway, Alyssa leaving is not really what's best for Taylor's game um, because I don't think that they're going to actually target Taylor. Indy, however, will and Terrence will and Jasmine will too. So she's got three great options. All right. So um, Kyle is just essentially paranoid and he probably doesn't know what's going on because he's up under Alyssa all the time. He's left out of the conversations. He's left out of the Alliance meetings. He's left out of a lot of things because he's got to babysit Alyssa. And then when he doesn't, she's totally mad. It's bad for him. It's really bad for his game for her to be there because she is so jealous. She said she was literally shaking and angry when he watched him, he when she watched Kyle and Taylor hug for like three seconds, celebrating that Taylor had won HOH. That is not healthy in the house, outside of the house, for his game, for her game. He probably should just let her go into jury so that he can get back focused on his game, and she should probably just go to jury so that she doesn't embarrass herself. Um, I'm glad that it looks like they're not like this heavy, hot petting couple. It seems to be that some tension was released. However, it was, he seems to be a little more calm and a little more relaxed. So I'm glad for him for that because it's nothing like a buildup, you know, and backup. So it seems like he's released a little tension and I'm happy. And I'm not saying that they messed around. I'm just saying that he's a little lighter on his feet than he was a week ago. Now, we've got Taylor HOH. She nominated Indian Terrence. She, for all every single day, she's like, I don't care which one goes. I don't care which one goes. Um, I think she should care a little bit more. Uh, she's letting everybody else make the decisions. And ultimately, this is her HOH Um Joseph with this um, weird ass plan to be pawned, which I don't think now that he thinks that that's such a good idea because he they're thinking about him and Taylor being chained together and they're like, that's not good. It just wasn't a good idea in the first place. Like, shut up about going up as a pawn and still staying and letting everyone know that you think that that can be the case. Uh, Kyle won the veto. He probably will not use it because he should be aware enough that Alyssa could possibly be the replacement. I think they're trying to make him think that Monty would be the replacement. It, he knows that that's not happening. I don't think Kyle is a fool. Um, Michael and Brittany are working on their final three with someone else besides Taylor, which means Taylor needs to be working on a final two. And I think, her and Brittany had a conversation regarding uh, no one would vote for them sitting next to anyone else so that they really don't have a choice but to sit next to each other. And I think Taylor is true to that, but I don't think Brittany sees Taylor in her final two without her convincing Michael that Taylor should be in the final three. And they're talking about everything but Taylor being in the final three. Although I do think that that's the best thing for Brittany and Taylor is for them to sit with each other. I don't think that Brittany is planning for Taylor to be in the final three. So she can't be in her final two. 
Um, I believe Indy may end up going home. I personally, I personally keep Terrence, even though I don't want to say that. He gets on my nerve. I'm trying to be nice. I'm trying to keep my personal feelings out of it. But that man should go home personally. But game-wise, I don't think he winning nothing. But either one of them could go. Either one of them could go for Taylor's game. Um, but the interesting thing is, once someone goes home on Thursday, there's going to be this whole twist. Julie told us about it last week. And here's my interpretation of what Julie said. After someone goes home on Thursday, Julie is going to announce to the house we have a new twist. And let me just be clear. I'm so glad I'm not in that house. I can't stand all of these twists. I would not even know how to play. I wouldn't know if I was coming or going. Julie's going to announce to the house that there's a new twist. The house will split in half. I believe there's an even number of players in the house after someone leaves on Thursday. The house will be split into two. The two teams will play two totally different games of Big Brother. They will play a separate game of Big Brother for that week, meaning there will be an HOH on both sides. I don't know if there's going to be actual veto and all of that, but it seems like they might. It seems like there's going to be a totally separate HOH on both sides. They will have two nomination ceremonies. They will play two vetoes and they will have two eliminations on the following Thursday, resulting in a double eviction. And during this entire week, neither group will have interaction with the other. I was like, are they going to live in two different houses? What are they going to do? It seems like someone's going to live in the backyard and some's going to live in the house. I have no idea. That's just hearsay. I'm looking forward to seeing how they do this um, and how they split up and what that's going to mean for either group and who's going to go home. I think we're all expecting the unexpected. This is probably the most unexpected season of Big Brother I've ever watched. It is the most chaotic season of Big Brother I've ever watched. It's the most confusing. I never know what's going to happen from week to week. And I personally love it. <laughs> so I have to just not get emotionally invested in anything. I just have to sit back and watch as a fan and figure out if I know what is going on and what I would do in those situations. Well, this is where we come to a close. We've got Indy and Terrence on the block. Kyle won veto. We will see if he'll use it and who the replacement nom will be. I believe if he uses it, the leftovers have convinced Taylor to nom Alyssa, which I do not think is good for her game. Um, who do I think she should put in place of Indy or Terrence? It would be Jasmine. Um, and she needs to accept the fact that one day Jasmine and everyone else in that house should leave before her. So it doesn't matter what your morals say about why you would and want and want to put them up. They all got to go, baby. And you're going to have to either vote them out or put them up. So um, that is where we are. Like, comment, subscribe, and share. Remember, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. See you later. Bye.